on your International Women's Day, the 46th International Women's Day that we have ever had. And we have some incredible female voices here on the show today talking about several different issues uh, about women, uh, surrounding women. And I don't want for today for any of our conversations to come across as placing women in the role of the victim. But I've already noticed that narrative a little bit. And I think this conversation that we're about to have about what women deal with online could easily go there. And I, I think we do have to have conversations about what it's really like to be female. Uh, I'm hoping that we can have an empowering one about the ways that you can handle some of the situations that you find yourself in as a woman online. If there's any day to really get real about that, it's it's today. So our next guest is a Seneca College journalism professor. She's a lawyer, author of Extreme Mean, Ending Cyber Abuse at Work, School, and Home. It's published by Random House. Paula Todd is joining the show. Paula, good afternoon. Always good to talk with you. Thanks for making the time. Well, thank you. And I was going to say happy Women's Day, but I always find that a little bit of a difficult marriage because what we focus on on this day are the areas in which women need to do better. Uh, uh, I listened a little bit to what you said about how we can't talk about victims. I prefer the term target. Mm. And that's what women are online. They're not the only target. In fact, people of alternative sexualities or people who don't want to identify themselves as, you know, one gender or another uh, also get targeted, sometimes even more frequently than women, than people of color. I mean, it's the otherism that you're experiencing online. Women have, it very, have a very hard time, especially racialized women, because for for centuries, women have been pushed as sexual objects, mm -hmm. and that makes us doubly or triply vulnerable to online bullying. And I think that it places women in that group of of other or otherism that you're describing. And so I think that it is, it's important to have this conversation about what it's like to, to live in that place as someone who goes online and experiences some of that hate. I think you make a really good point of the fact that women are certainly objectified and have been for for centuries, I think will continue to be. What else goes into that, though? What else goes into the, the feminine experience online in terms of being a target, as you explained? Centuries of men and power sources, authorities, not wanting to surrender power to anyone. So they used different techniques, whether it was racism, certain other forms of, of otherism, whether it was income control, keep you poor, keep you dumb, right? Keep you away from education. And with respect to women, women, of course, are highly intelligent, just like men, and are fully capable, just like men. But by targeting them sexually and trying to denigrate them, to drop their identity down to sexual only and allowing men to aggress on them through the centuries, it makes women very susceptible online to this kind of sexual exploitation, to blackmail porn. And what we're seeing now with journalists, and I don't know whether you've experienced, I'd love you to tell the truth to your audience, but we are now seeing an, a rapid increase. It's always been there, but it's getting worse and worse. So women who have power because they're journalists and they've been permitted 
uh, to tell other people's stories are targeted because they have the power. But the way women are targeted far more frequently than male journalists is through their sexuality. Mm. So prominent journalists who happen to be women will, in addition to being insulted all the time because you're in the media, will also be threatened with death, with rape, stalking, people actually following you, and death threats. And that's what can make the women's experience, especially if they're in positions of power, so unbelievably devastating and, frankly, dangerous. Because we've seen in almost every country, including civilized countries, where female journalists are being murdered. I have experienced everything, everything that you just uh, that you just explained. All of that, all of that, from from those moments that you're experiencing online, transcending into real life, into following, yep. into stalking, into threats, into very sexual threats, very sexual comments yep. in nature, and it makes me wonder if being a female online is even sustainable because I think to try to attack it and to try to to minimize those experiences and stop them it, it feels insurmountable in a lot of instances so so what's the Chelsea, answer then for just, a woman is it just to back away from using these platforms Chelsea you made this important phone call today and I'm here to tell you that even if you try to back away I and other female journalists will not let you <laughs> no. You can't do that. You're way too smart. You're way too articulate. And you've got a great following. Yes, it seems insurmountable, but of course it isn't. Uh, the great news is that in terms of, first of all, digital and AI intelligence, we are increasing our sophistication hourly in how we are going to dial this down. Part of the problem is that we need people in power to take this seriously. And it's very easy, and this is, I think, what you were warning about at the top of your show. It's very easy to say, well, men won't do anything. But, you know, I've been studying the Internet since before the Internet was born. And what, in fact, happened very early on is the police, for example, were overwhelmed with this new digital capacity. Many police stations, including ones I've visited, which is still the case in some places around the world, they didn't even have computers for the longest time. And so we were contacting them saying, we've got death threats, we've got rape threats, we've got people outside their door, you got to do something. And they were saying, I don't have a department for that. Wow. I don't even have a computer. The great news is that the police have accelerated their understanding and their efficiency. There are still huge swaths that need to be improved. Also, fighting back, which, you know, it doesn't matter what you're fighting, whether you're, you're a man, you're a woman, you're non-binary, whatever, bless you. Fighting back doesn't work because what it does is it enables the bully. It gives that bully the notification that you, what you're using to hurt me is working. And so I'm going to get down there. I'm going to try and do it to you. We are way past that sort of schoolyard, you know, bullying. We are now moving into, one, there is no excuse for any official body, whether it's government or police, not to be following up on these and treating them like real crimes. We were all silly, not all of us, but most of us, when the internet became very powerful, for some reason people assumed that the laws in the real world, well, part of it was that we, we said the internet wasn't the real world, which is ludicrous, mm. but it, it, we started to say, oh, the laws that 
you know, that apply to all of us um, in in real life, in flesh life, they don't apply online. The height of stupidity, people are catching up and people are even going ahead. So there are some interesting women online now who simply, they don't battle with the bully because the bully, as my research has shown in my, my recent book, Extreme Mean, the bully has a tendency to either be unemployed, drug or alcohol addicted, the stereotype of, you know, the older, the, the older guy who's in his mom's basement turns out to be relatively true. We also have discovered, and this is Canadian research, that people who bully online are more likely to be sadists, psychopaths, Machiavellianist. There is a connection. Wow. So you're not going to get those people to stop doing what their their chemistry is craving. Such Instead, a good such a good reminder, I think, for so many of us when you are tempted to take some of those comments to heart. I'm gonna just pause you right there, Paula, because I know we can keep talking about this and I want to, but we're running out of time for this segment. Sure. We have to take a little break. I'm gonna keep you on hold Absolutely. for about three minutes and we'll get right back into it with Paula Todd, who is a Seneca College journalism professor. She's a lawyer and as you mentioned, author of the book Extreme Mean Ending Cyber Abuse at Work School and Home. We're talking about the treatment of women in media. We'll get back into it. Three minutes on Chelsea on Ched. It's new. Chelsea on Ched. 6.30 Ched. Edmonton's News. Today's talk. Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Ched on your International Women's Day. And we're talking to Paula Todd, Seneca College journalism professor about women in media. And Paula, as we're having this conversation, of course, some of our listeners can text in and they do. They vocalize their opinions as we're talking. Someone says, great guest. Fighting leads to more fighting in regards to what you were saying about online bullying and how to combat it. Now, as we went to break, you were talking about some women that have been fighting back against it in different ways. What does that what does that look like? One of the things that's become most effective, and we've seen this in Canada too, is using our digital smarts, which increasingly we have, to find out who's behind the bullying and the death threats and the sexualized violence threats. Uh, and this is working. So there was uh, a horrific practice for a while in Canada and the United States. We still see some, it, but it's not as popular, of men screaming, sometimes uh, just simply out of control with too much alcohol, but jumping up uh, behind female journalists who are live on television, the job that I did for years and years. And I can tell you it's terrifying uh, because you're responsible, obviously, for the television network and the audience jumping up and screaming highly vile sexualized um, comments and threats in their ears. Well, one journalist said tough and tracked the person down using the you know the visual technology uh, and that person lost their job uh, and it made people aware that there can and there will be repercussions my prediction is they're going to get even more grave other women are doing this now so everybody who is tweeting them and uh, you know hitting them across platforms whether it's TikTok or Twitter is particularly notorious and unfortunately uh, with the new Elon Musk um, uh, ownership we're not seeing any improvement there you we're going to reach out uh, and find out who these people are my suggestion is this is not 
and should not be the work. You don't want to say victims. I'm going to say targets. If you are walking into a grocery store and somebody steals your purse, we don't tell you to run after them and beat them up. We tell you to call the police. If someone's trying to break into your house with a gun, we don't tell you to wrestle them to the ground. Telling mainly women or people of non-traditional sexualities that they and they alone have to be the enforcers and the the legal you know uh, the directors of their own fate is ridiculous and discriminatory so the thing for us to do is first we are in a war chelsea we're in a war for power and we're in a war for changing the reality of groups of people who traditionally have been suppressed and repressed like the abortion rights that have been repealed in the united states you're going to take casualties you're going to feel terrible those kinds of horrific you know twitter i've written a lot about controversial topics i don't like it but i wrote that book and did the research extreme means so that i could grow a thick skin and when i realized that most of these people who are doing it are idiots they're robots they're 10 year olds who are going to get caught and sent to bed soon they are the ignorant we know don't take it into your own hands try not to take it personally they don't even know you they don't even know you they want what you have and this is a great day to remind people that everybody in society deserves protection and we must improve protection for people online does it look like we're getting there uh, right now it doesn't uh, because and let me understand you, you need to understand this yes we are but because the internet has the unique ability to allow two or three people to appear to be 80,000 people by creating fake emails so remember a lot of the abuse you're getting there's only a couple people behind it often they just know how to make fake Gmail accounts how to make fake IG accounts uh, so we are getting there but at the same time we you know I work in digital investigation the people who who are doing the harm are increasing their skills uh, and the people who are trying to combat it are trying as hard as they can to keep up and this obviously is about disinformation and all of that as well you know what though we can do it we are not motivated by hate we are motivated by protecting others we're smart often much smarter than the people who are doing this I have every hope and belief that we'll a recognize what this really is garbage and b take the welfare of people being bullied online seriously paula i know you're over the phone right now but i'm just gonna grab one of the mics in the studio here i'm just gonna drop it for you because i think we can leave it right there always so well spoken a great perspective thank you so much for making the time right back at you and to everybody who listens to chelsea and this great radio station if you see people bullying the people that you love make sure you jump in and say not hearing not listening goodbye amen that's a great way to express your to vote vote for the people who bring you the news and for respect paula thank you so much thank you Paula Todd is Seneca College journalism professor. She's a lawyer and author of the book Extreme Mean, Ending Cyber Abuse at Work, School, and Home. It's a real issue, uh, one that we could talk about really any day, not just on International Women's Day, but of course that is what today is. So.